Get out your rods and reels. It's time now for Minnesota Score Radio's Leech Lake Fishing Report. And this is the Leech Lake Fishing Report. Per usual, we are joined by Jack Shriver up on Leech Lake. All right, Jack, let's dig in here. Um, let's start with the walleye. What is the, what's the news on the lake for this coming weekend on the walleye? Well, you know, it's kind of it's been up and down a lot, but I heard some really good reports from today that guys did well out there, and you know, it's 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 a searching mission. You know, you've got to just cover ground, and these walleyes will bite for a while, and then you might not get nothing for a couple hours, and then all of a sudden you find some feeding fish again. So the best thing you do is just keep moving, keep trying. You mark and fish, work them, maybe come back to those fish in an hour if they don't bite at that time. But best presentation seems to be. Uh, you know, crawlers on harnesses or Lindy rigging with leeches and crawlers. Uh, seems to be the best overall. A little bit of slip bobbering going on with leeches. That works too. So mm-hmm. it's just keep moving, keep trying, and, and the fish are there. Just get waiting for them to bite. What kind of depth are we looking at right now? Where should people be fishing? Well, what we're fishing is a 7 to 14 still. Yeah. Uh, but there's definitely places out in the main lake structure where it's going to be a little deeper. I mean, it's going to slide off into the 20s and stuff like that. The edges of those rocks big mayfly hatch coming up right now oh and those boy. fish are going to be searching out in that mud for that stuff too so they're going to be out in, in a little bit deeper water too you'll be able to find them out deeper too for the, that part so you know it's kind of varied depending on where you fish on the depth my favorite time of year the mayfly hatch <laughs> how, is, how does that affect the fishing though not just well, the walleye but but bass maybe too well, you know, both, you know, and, and people always say, oh, the mayfly hatch, the fish just don't bite. Well, I've had some great fishing out here with spinners, you know, pulling night crawlers through that stuff, and, sure. and them fish are pretty active. They're feeding, so you can catch them when they're feeding on the bugs. They'll hit your, they'll hit your night crawler and leech, too. So as far as bass, yeah, I think that was also the, the bugs are hatching up, and they're coming up to the surface. Maybe it's time to throw a little more top water for bass whether it's smallmouth or largemouth, because them fish are going to be up there eating on those, slurping on those mayflies. All right, let's take a quick break. When we come back, uh, we will talk more with Jack Shriver with our Leech Lake Fishing Report. Back with more from Jack after this timeout. Looking for that perfect place to stay for this year's fishing trip? Then look no further than Acorn Hill Resort on beautiful Leech Lake. Plan your Leech Lake fishing vacation today and stay in one of our 14 fully furnished cabins, many of which are lakefront and overlook Traders Bay. And of course, there's no better place to drop your line than Leech Lake, famous for walleye, northern, musky, bass, and plenty of tan fish. Or relax and enjoy our indoor heated swimming pool. For more information on Acorn Hill Resort, visit our website at acornhill.com. Remember, Acorn Hill Family and Fishing Resort on beautiful Leech Lake. And the Leech Lake Fishing Report continues. Uh, Jack the Panfish. Now, it seems like the crappie have kind of tailed off, but folks are still finding uh, the sunfish. What do we know? Yeah, that's what we're kind of hearing. You know, I haven't been targeting the, the panfish this week at all, but um, crappies, from when I'm talking to people, whether it's in the bait shop or out fishing, they're hard to find there, having a hard time finding them. The, the bluegills, they're still coming off their beds, but they're still catching those. So, you know, for as far as leech lake goes, I think that's your best chance to catch some bluegills still, whether you want to use leeches, crawlers, or worms or whatever, uh, artificial, it, it'll all work for them. So I think bluegills are your best chance, but if you happen to find a you know, on a weed edge or something like that, you might be able to find the crappies, too. All right, he is Jack Shriver with our weekly Leech Lake Fishing Report. Eric and I will be back with more here on Minnesota Score Radio's 10,000 Takes right after this. This summer, put the pressures of everyday life aside for a while at Agency Bay Lodge on beautiful Leech Lake, where you'll enjoy some of the best fishing anywhere. Agency Bay Lodge is located in the Chippewa National Forest on a peninsula that juts into the center of Leech Lake with easy access to the best fishing spots anywhere. 
The staff at Agency Bay Lodge will help you locate the fish where they're biting and offer fish cleaning and packaging services. Come stay in their comfortable, expertly clean lakeside cabins, and when you're not fishing, enjoy the Sugar Sand Beach, Z Canoes, Paddle Boats, and more. Cabin rentals are available, so for the best fishing and a relaxing vacation, remember Agency Bay Lodge on Leech Lake. For more info, visit them online at agencybaylodge.com. This is 10,000 Takes, and we are broadcasting from scenic CHS Field in Lower Town, St. Paul. Of course, a lot of folks catch us on the radio Monday through Friday in drive time or on the weekends. But there are other ways to listen to this show. If you have a laptop, iPad, iPhone, Surface, tablet, or any other device, you can get us on Odyssey, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, or Spotify. You can be in Brooklyn, Iowa or Brooklyn Center, Minnesota, and listen to 10,000 takes. And speaking of Brooklyn Center, that city is the center of the softball universe this weekend as the Dudley Classic has begun. And I know, Wally, uh, you're all revved up about this. Well, yeah, I mean, this has been uh, since 1985. This has basically been one of the top tournaments in the nation. And we are uh, happy to be joined now by a couple of guys who uh, frequented this tournament as players, uh, Jimmy Thurman who, of course, uh, one of our great sponsors here on Minnesota Score Radio's 10,000 Takes, and one of the all-time home run champions in slow-pitch softball, Mike Masenko, who happens to be, I know you're going to find this hard to believe, Eric, from uh, the Cleveland area. It's amazing how I always make these Cleveland connections. Uh, Mike, let's start out with you. Um, the Dudley Classic, uh, you've long since retired from uh, hitting over 6,000 home runs, but what do you remember about your days and playing in the Dudley? And I know you played what probably what at least 10 15 years in it correct uh yes uh played played the very first one in 1985 and i want to say 1996 might have been the last one so played about 10 years uh, in that event and just a a very well ran event that people look forward to every year to coming up and playing in that tournament and one of the big reasons was because they had the biggest crowds yeah when you get there on a Friday night for a Friday night game, opening game would be uh, six o'clock, uh, and there was there was two thousand people there along the fence lines on both sides, and then you have the central south the other field uh, that just they just packed them in, and so uh, there's no better feeling to go up and play softball when there's a ton of people there waiting to watch you play. And the the, the quality of play in this tournament is is legendary i know the crystal frolics had that stigma for years but the dudley kind of took that over as you said when it started back in the mid 80s and teams literally look to this from around the country these barnstorming teams like the ones you played on yep. uh they they looked at this as maybe the top stop of the year correct yes uh, there was another tournament that uh that that i would put them right i would put them side by side I would say one was not better than the other one. That's the Smoky Mountain. Right. And the other yep. one is uh, the Dudley, the, the Classic. So, yeah, the Dudley Classic is, is right up there. Is rank at number one. And Jimmy Thurman, uh, it was once said back in 1998 when Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa had their legendary uh, home run chase, the chicks dig the long ball. Yeah, That's true in softball, too, isn't it? Yeah, that's uh, that's uh, was the name of the game back then. You know, home runs were... Everybody, everybody uh, packed the stands to see, you know, big Mike, big cat, Mike Masenko hit some bombs um, over at the Dudley, myself and many others that uh, the greats in the game. It was a lot of fun. Mike, uh, 
Jimmy tells me that there was a, a time when you guys were playing against each other back in the day and, and tempers might've gotten close to a situation where you were going to go at it. I, I, I want to hear about that. Oh yes. Uh, definitely. Because uh, uh, you know, when you go up there, you play to win and uh, you play as tough and hard as you can. And uh, Jimmy played with a team uh, called spectrum. Yep. And uh, we always knew that they were a hard nosed bunch of guys and you had to bring your A game when you're going to play them. And so our team was on a roll uh, at the time. And so next thing you know, we're playing them in the game and we're playing them on, I believe, the South Field. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of John going on in big time softball back then. Uh, not so much today, I want to say. Uh, there's a lot of things that have changed in the game. And one of them is not running out the bases. But back then when we played, you know, you they'd hit some, we'd hit some, and we'd go back and forth. And then the next thing you know, I'm saying something to their pitcher. Uh, you know, someone's saying something to somebody else. Todd Beckman. Remember, remember that, Mike? It was Todd Beckman. Todd, Todd Beckman. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, mean, I, I could see the – I'm glad you guys aren't in the same room here. <laughs> well, no, no. Me and, me and Jimmy have been best of friends ever since that time. That's when I met Jimmy, and I said, "Wow, this this guy's a great guy because just the way everything was handled." But it did get it did get wild there for a little bit, and they were gonna they were call, I don't know, I can't remember if they did call the police or they were gonna yeah. call the police. It was <laughs> I, think, yeah, other, but... I think back then there was horses there. There was uh, cops on horses back. Yes, yes. remember that it was uh, they had to actually like break up the crowd behind the, the oh boy yeah. because it was just so wow. it was crazy. Wow. It was our it was our team who was from Cleveland and Jimmy's team who was from Minnesota area and so the whole fans that whole area was surrounding us. And it got <laughs> yeah. a little scary there, like you know, <laughs> yeah, run on the home turf. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I think with um um with that game has still been talked. I think every year that Dudley comes around, that uh, that event it comes up in conversation. Without a doubt. I, I, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna stop you right there. Who won that game? We ended up winning. Uh, yeah. Wow! Yes, that's yeah. a beat because, and then it was also a one where you qualified for the World Series at the end. Oh yeah, so it really meant something. But I do remember our one big guy on our team chasing their guy around the ballpark, <laughs> and uh, the kid ended up crawling up underneath the uh, the bench so that. Uh, one of our guys, Verkus, wouldn't get him. <laughs> <laughs> High stick softball, indeed. Um, but it was Mike, a great game, and I think the final score was something like 44 42. Oh, my goodness. My goodness. Yes. Uh, let me ask you, Mike, you know, sports shut down, the pandemic paused, everything was on hold. Uh, to have the fans back, to be doing this again, do you appreciate it even more? Oh, I, I appreciate it even more. I mean, um, there's no two ways about it. I mean, Part of my livelihood is softball. I work for a sporting goods companies, Mike and Worth and Easton and Rawlings. Uh, we're all one big company now. And, and so, you know, you're, you want to sell product to the people, make them happy. You want to see the people go out and play and be happy, not sit at home and tell, be told that you can't go out of your state to play ball. You can't go out of your city to go play ball. You, you can't play ball. So yes, this is a blessing that, uh, we finally got this stuff behind us and uh, we're working towards playing ball. And, and I can't think of a better place than um, for the Dudley, for the people to come out and surround that place and watch some good softball. All right, Mike, uh, one last question for you. Um, 
and, and I look at your resume, you played for Steels, you played for Rich's Superior. Um, you know, these are legendary teams in the world of, uh, in the world of slow pitch softball. Um, if you had to pull one memory and maybe it was at the Dudley, maybe it wasn't, but one thing that sticks out in your mind from all the 6,000 plus home runs and all the games you played over the years, uh, what would that be? Uh, one memory? Well, I'd have to say, um, hmm, uh, when my, when my family was there, my wife and my kids, and I got to hit in uh, Detroit Tiger Stadium wow. uh, with a bunch of guys in a home run derby. Now, I didn't win the home run derby, but uh, just being at that ballpark where the, you know, the greats, Babe Ruth, Norm Cash, you know, Mickey Mantle, all those guys had hit there and played their careers there. I got to actually go in there and, and play some soft, not play, but hit some softballs. And my wife and my two kids were there uh, when I did it. So, uh, yeah. yes, and I, I did hit one out of the stadium uh, that was a little bit foul. And I hit a couple on the roof that's, that stayed on the roof. But it was quite an experience uh, just doing that. Wow. Yeah. And you can go online. Good and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Tiger Stadium memories. Well, hey, guys, thanks for joining us. No problem. Mike Mensenko and uh, Jimmy Thurman. Dudley Classic this weekend in Brooklyn Center, Minnesota. This is 10,000 Takes. Your softball ticket. Attention homeowners. All-American Roofing and Restoration is your local full-service residential and commercial contractor specializing in exterior renovations and storm damage repair. Doing business with you for over 30 years, make All-American your first choice for roof, gutter, window, and siding repair. At All-American, we are a master elite roofing contractor with GAF. Your assurance that you're dealing with a quality, dependable contractor. Owners Kathy and Jimmy Thurman are proud of their A-plus rating and torch award with the Better Business Bureau and are on Angie's List preferred contractor. Contact us for a free storm damage inspection and leave your roof, gutter, window, and siding repairs in good hands. A company that is a proud supporter of Tee It Up for Troops, high school sports, and Habitat for Humanity, among others, that's what All-American Roofing and Restoration is all about. That's All-American Roofing and Restoration, online at allamericanrestorationllc.com.